This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Very special guest, believe me, for me as well, but a very, very, very special guest, and this is a really special guest tonight, is one and only Mr. Malcolm Page, ladies and gentlemen. Good evening to you all. Malcolm Thrice, verily welcome to the... Well, that rhymed, didn't it? <laughs> Malcolm Thrice, verily welcome to the Talk and Talk Show. Produced every single Monday night, uh, pandemic or no pandemic, we just battered through it and got on with it. And... Uh, Firstly, um, at my birthday party over the weekend, um, as I never mentioned that it's my birthday on Christmas Day, do I? Never. never. Not ever. Um, I won't be able to say that anymore after December <laughs> for a few months. So. <laughs> um, but um, cut a long story short, got me new number plates, N888KRO. Sorry, what's what's but then uh, it's N888KRO. They went on the car today. Um, so now I'm official owner of a keep right on a number plate, and that is brilliant. Absolutely. I was just had a look at them. They look really good. They, they do look smart, they don't look they? Smart. Yeah. yeah. And uh, thank you, Mrs. Brown, for that amazing mug you gave me. With all, okay. every single member, uh, the, every single guest that has ever been on the Tilt and yeah. Talk Show written on it. And it was, it's absolutely brilliant. That's going to go into awesome. my. Um, um, so, yeah, Grand Times had by all. Had by all um, uh, the hog roast was just off the scale amazing. Hog roast was amazing. And uh, thanks to everybody for turning up that, uh, you know, could make it. I know there's an awful lot of people that couldn't make it, and I understand the reasons why. But I bet you will come to my funeral. <laughs> When's that book for? <laughs> <laughs> right, OK, Mr Malcolm Page. Malcolm, Malcolm, Malcolm. So, um, wow, let's go back to the 1970s, shall we, when, uh, when I first started going to the Blues. And uh, you may well have played in this game. It was the week after Tony Wont had his leg broke at Newcastle. And then we played Newcastle back at St Andrews. That was the first time my daddy held my hand, took me up the Coventry Road, and that was a day I fell in love. And I've never been out. Not ever. You must, you must like pure violence. Um, <laughs> not, not, not so much the reason? violence. No, it was. I, I was a really wiry, tiny little child, um, as you see by some of them photographs on there, and I'd never seen like tens of thousands of people before. I'd never seen a football stadium before. I, I don't... Well, I had lived in Birmingham, actually, but, you know, I, I'm in the inside of a football mm. stadium. Um, and I'd never, ever heard a noise that was just 
off the scale, unbelievably loud. Mm. Um, and and that was the day that I fell in love, and mm. here I am. Well, when I say the pure for violence, it. I wasn't referring to our marvellous fans, <laughs> I can assure you. I was referring to our uh, marvellous players. players. Yeah, they were. And uh, it was it was saying just before the show, it's very different, it's a very technical game nowadays. Um, but these guys used to play in mud, with mm. you know, with big boots and proper balls and, yeah. you know, referees that would just let you get on with it. Yeah. Yes, you could break a leg a little bit uh, better than you can now. You can. <laughs> it's not professionally breaking the <laughs> no. leg back then, was it? It was just no. breaking. You can it. hear a nice snap. Not so much these days. I wasn't expecting this, girls and boys. I'm quite honest with you, but there you go. This is how the show's going to pan out, and I'm loving every minute of it already. <laughs> uh, yes. So in that uh, in that fateful game up at Newcastle, then the, the replay was at St Andrews. There's been an issue with the floodlights or something, if I remember right. I can't remember yeah. that, to be honest with you. Uh, but, is it uh, not in one of your books? <laughs> <laughs> Hang on a minute. Just switch off a minute. And, um, yes, but that was, that was my, very, my very first yeah, game. And, yeah, I remember a foul there. I think Paul Hendry. Oh, I mean, there's a blast from the past. Was it? It? And I think it was the first sort of two-legged feet go yeah. in around somebody's neck, I yeah. think, practically. <laughs> he was so far off the ground. And it was just a... And it was, strangely enough, it was on the guy that had broken Tony Month's... Uh, uh, strangely enough, that wasn't strange <laughs> enough, was it? It was a coincidence. I remember my dad do, you know, telling me that he said you know, might get a bit, you know, naughty. Yeah, 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 yeah. Know, it was did. part of the team talk. Oh, he did. <laughs> <laughs> what was it like back in those days for you as players, like sitting in the dressing room and you could hear us outside? We were there like 20 minutes before the game, yeah. singing our heads off. Well, I'm, I must, I'm going to make a confession here now, um, and I'm, I'm not joking when I say this, but. Uh, I, I, I used to get so wound up before matches, uh, I really did, and uh, I sort of used to have this sort of, you know, achy pain in my stomach, and it was, you know, it was obviously nerves, you know, and I and I and I I, I had to see the um, the club doctor on several occasions because I, I got very, really worried about it. I I was so tensed up and wanting to do well, and and you know win a match and you know put in a good performance mm -hmm, and it, mm -hmm. it sort of got to me a little bit in in a lot of my career and uh, I uh, I sort of um, you know when I look back now I think maybe I could have done a bit better w without all this sort of stress sort of situation mm -hmm. you know so um, but I'm sorry to bring this into discussion. You, you weren't really asking me about that. But, but uh, I mean, once the match gets started, you know, some of, some of this stuff sort of yeah. drifts away from you, you know, and you you get if it's any you sort of get to you. If it's any conflict here, there were forty thousand people in the crowd suffering exactly the same. Thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> did you have, did you ever have the pleasure of going down those to uh, toilets at the Tilton Cock Corner? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I heard about oh, it. Oh my God! What an experience that was. I, I tell you. Mentioned the Tilton. Uh, I mean, we we had to have some uh, and this this gentleman you're probably listening in now because I actually saw him at the last home game mm -hmm. with his son. Um, but uh, he, uh, we had to get some uh, our windows replaced there a few, some week, a few months back now, perhaps. And uh, he sort of was in in our house, and he'd spotted some photographs up on our landing, oh. and uh, he uh, he said to me, he said, "Did you used to play football?" I'd, uh, yes, uh, I did. Yeah, he said. Uh, right. He said, "What's your name?" I said, "I said, no, 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 surely not. No. Anyway." Get over that, but he's he's got a son, mm -hmm. and the son's name 
is Malcolm Page. No, no, Tilton. Oh, oh brilliant, oh, brilliant, yes. brilliant! And I met what? him, and I met him at the last home game, and uh, I happened to have two spare tickets for some one of the players that couldn't come, and so him and his son were there. I got brilliant. introduced to Tilton, and I said, "I'm sorry they're not on the Tilton, but uh, you know, he he, he saw the match, That's so I hope." Nice. That's really nice. Uh, which. Uh, he perhaps didn't enjoy as much as he should have because it was a 2-0 oh. up at half-time and 2-2. Uh, uh, yeah, anybody, anybody anyway. else out there that uh, has named uh, a child or, or a pet after anything to do with Birmingham City? <laughs> yeah, well, this... Yeah. My uh, cat is called Bo, B-E-A-U, right. Bo Brummy. Oh, right, OK. So it's not spelt B-O-W? No, B-E-A-U, Bo, Bo Brummy. There's got to be some yeah. more out there, hasn't there? I sprayed. I spray painted a blue. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and talking of painting, um, Sharon was presented with an amazing piece of art uh, over the weekend um, from Julie Cherry, who is uh, Auntie Linda's sister. And I want to thank Auntie Linda for coming over and little Jack as well and staying overnight. And the breakfast the following morning, wow, that was just amazing. And then we took them around town just to show them town. That took about three and a half minutes. And uh, <laughs> and then they went their weary way back to, to Birmingham after a, a really, really top, enjoyable weekend. It was great to have good company and everything there. And uh, I was getting really worried because I didn't know whether Chris was going to turn up. And I'd got on on the table like a placard exclusively reserved for Chris Brown of the talk, talk show and there was a bucket underneath his desk <laughs> thank you very much there it is there it is girls and boys <laughs> yeah there we go where's my camera they are I didn't bring the bucket though because uh, he made a mess in it <laughs> okay so at work today uh, and a young lady in uh, and as she sat there, she's she got a Birmingham accent. I said, oh, I said, where are you from, Bob? Mosley. Oh, I said, which side of the city? She goes, like, down. I said, no, you're fool. I said, which side of the city? <laughs> and I pulled my sleeve up. She goes, oh, definitely not that one. I said, out, out, out. <laughs> um, so uh, I'm just asking if you can come and do a deep clean for us uh, tomorrow, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> I'll bring me bucket. <laughs> right, Blackburn. Oh, my God. Paul, kiss off you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, one to forget. Um, you, you just got to hold your hands up sometimes and say they're better than what we were, you know, and they certainly were Blackburn. And I'm thinking to myself during the game and whatnot, you know, that's a prime example of where we want to be. And they've been to worse places than what we are, Blackburn, in recent years. But they've stuck by their manager for four years now. Mm -hmm. And look where they are and look how it's paying them off, you know. They've, he's been loyal to, the, you know, he's lost a lot of his best players as well with Armstrong and, and, and Harvey Elliott went back to Liverpool from last season. Mm -hmm. But he still managed to recruit well. Um, and the board's stuck behind him. Um, and he hasn't been sacked. And he's been there four years. And that's a prime example of what can happen when you stick behind your manager. You know, you stick by your manager for a, a long time and, and it pays off, you know, mm. usually. And I think Mowbray, Mowbray's done a great job there. If you remember, they were relegated when we stayed up at uh, Bristol City. Mm. Um, we, you know, when Redknapp kept us up. Um, Blackburn went down under Mowbray and he brought them back up the next season. And they've sort of been steady in the, in, in the championship, um, a bit like we are now, if you like. And then... This season, they've really, really kicked on. And, you know, they're obviously third in, at the moment in the league and looking like they could be pushing, you know, for a place in the top two if they carry on like this. So, and certainly if they carry on playing like that, they, they could be back in the Premier League. But, you know, I just wanted to say it's a prime example that if we do stick by Bowyer and give him time, 
because he's still learning as well. He's still a relatively young manager and still learning this league. Um, you know, who knows where we're going to be in a couple of years, you know, in two or three years' time from now, if we stick by Lee Bowyer through thick and thin. Um, who knows? You know, that might be us one day in the, in the next few years. But we have to have that stability, though, Paul. We, we, you know, yeah, we've got you. to have that regular uh, stability. Um, and yeah. pe people, for me, call him Lee Bowyer's name now already. Yeah. Um, no, I, don't I, I was just about to say that, Nick, sorry. Um, there was a predictable outpouring of polls and votes and, oh, you're out and all the rest of it. It's just nonsense, I think. No, no, the manager's not the problem. Um, he's, in, in my opinion, he's done a good job and, you know, I've got no relegation concerns, which oh, makes no. a change. Um, and I just, you know, Blackburn's the prime example of what happens if you can stick by your manager and there's no reason why in a few years' time from now, you know, two, two or three years from now, there's no reason why that can't be us in third in the Championship if we stick by him. And we back him as well, obviously. We, we, I, don't, I don't even think Mowbray though has spent that much, has he? At Blackburn, not a great deal, I don't think. There, but we're halfway through the season there or thereabouts, and uh, you know we've we've got twenty-seven points at the moment. So, yeah, you know, um, uh, not not all doom and gloom on 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 the playing side. Um, possibly I, a little bit questionable on the sorry, formation okay. for, for Saturday. What's, what's your gut instinct about Lee Bayer? Well, um, yeah, I think he's he's got a lot to learn yet, and uh, and I think if he gets the chance, he he seems to uh, make some sense when he talks. He switched on, didn't he? Uh, yeah, I think mm. so. Um, Very honest. But uh, I, I, I'm going on a general basis now. To me, a lot of managers and coaches get caught up in these tactical mm. issues and things like that. Mm. I mean, I I I, I mean, I've been out in, out of the game a long time. I took uh, I took uh, coaching courses and coaching badges, football management courses after I finished playing football. Mm. So you're talking the early 1980s, mm. and um, my view then was, and that that was one of the reasons why I decided to come out of the game really and do something else, mm. because I, I, I seem to be, we always seem to be getting pointed to. Complicated, too complicated issues yeah, yeah, yeah. and it things four, like four, that. Two back yeah, again, exactly. It? And it was four, four, and two now, every week. And now you, and now you see a, a coach on the side with substance going on, and he's showing him a bloody computerized yeah, bloody, yeah. And, and you know, it, it's all become a bit too much for me. I'm hoping that Lee will not complicate things too much. I was a bit concerned about his setup for uh, for the match. Uh, Three, two, five, Michael, one or something. Honest, get, yeah. get back to basics. Um, and he, he switched players around to different things. And I think, you know, you, you've got to have defenders. You've got to have good defenders that defend and uh, and people in other positions that do their job well in other positions as well and not spread them around. Also, back in the day, you had your 1 to 11, right? Yeah. You maintained that number if you played in that position, Yeah. right? You would have unchanged sides going on for weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks, mm, mm. and you'd have one substitute on the bench. Mm, yeah, mm. not six or seven technical changes. And oh no, my, it's no. just it's just all oh. gone. It's all gone very Americanized for it's me. And I, and, very I, basketball and I can't stand anything yeah. Americanized. Yeah, mm. uh, Alan, you got any questions uh, for Malcolm? Malcolm, uh, I have yes, but j just one thing I'd like to say about Saturday I was a bit disappointed in the managers announcing about Harley Dean mm. and obviously uh, the news about Riley McGree as much you know as much as my blood pleaded with him to stay i think i think that was a i mean it it depressed me uh, how do you play in a situation you've, you've got two blokes on the field but you're not going you know aren't going to be there in a fortnight's time mm -hmm. uh, 
and, and it all seemed a bit of a down. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm praying that we don't play on Boxing Day because uh, Roberts is injured. So Dean will have to play. Now, what, what kind of, what kind mm. of? How's he going to play? Uh, <laughs> how's he going? You know, yeah. I, I mean, I, I hope he's a professional man, and he goes in there and I'll say, I'll show you. Uh, but equally, he could think, well, they're kicking me out the door next week. Why should I bother? Malcolm, what would your attitude have been if, if you'd known that information and then known that you're going to be out of the club in a week and a pleasure? <clears throat> well, I think uh, I think uh, Lee has obviously made a, a big mistake there in terms of, uh, of what he's been saying at, at this time anyway. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I don't think he should have been saying things like that. Do you, do you think um, Harley's been a, a, a thorn in his side at all? Uh, well, I don't know about a thorn in his side, but uh, I mean, obviously, he he doesn't think that he, he can play. This is where it becomes complicated again for me. Mm. You know, it, they, certain players get uh, uh, pinpointed out for for different mistakes and things like that that that, that they've done and stuff. Uh, he's obviously put uh, Roberts in, and uh, he thinks he's done a better job there. Um, and uh, but I think you know. From the point of view of the political side of it, really, if you like to put it that way, um, as we've just just been said, I think um, I didn't see the point in him making a statement like that at all. The the, the big advantage you had back in, I'll call it our day, Malcolm. (coughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. I agree. I agree. (laughs) Is that that there was one BBC camera there? Yeah. Yeah. Um, One commentator. Right. Yeah. No, you know, great big room full of this, that, and the others to disseminate the game at half time and, no, and what no, people no, like that. No, no. And um, you got you got the replay, but that that was it. You didn't have forty different angles of it. Uh, no, and, it just, and, and I just saw the goals. It's, it's, it's the, just yeah. it's, for me. It's genuinely killing. What was a working man's Saturday afternoon game? They were playing every day of the week apart from a Thursday. Mm. And it's just you can't. You, it was Saturday. You know, mm. we were up. Tis was a beyond straight down the cafe, pint of milk, breakfast, into the pub. Uh, um, mm. I was only on ask because I think it was only fifteen. <laughs> 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 You're a late starter. Oh, but you know what? Then, then the train from Leamington Spa, Raw, sorry, Royal Leamington Spa, sorry, brother, Royal Leamington Spa. Oh, did you know Big Mick from Royal Leamington Spa? He asked me to. Uh, he asked me to <laughs> ask you yesterday. No, <laughs> just going back again to the, this issue with uh, you know, I think. Uh, He's on a, allegedly on a, quite a quite a high salary, I understand, um, and uh, you know, bringing those things into it again, I I, I don't mm. think is, uh, you know, is fair. And things haven't gone right, obviously, between them and stuff. But um, I think certainly um, he, he he made a bit of a mistake in bringing this out now. He never used to come out, did he? We didn't. We as fans, we knew. Nothing about mm. our football club. The internal workings of a football club mm. Mm. were were, mm. were top mm. secret. Mm. Nothing mm. ever got mm. out. Well, I think if if I think if managers and coaches think that they can, uh, you know, talk away and uh, they're way above the fans and things like that, then I think you know the game's finished. To be quite honest with you, mm. I think the the coaches and managers have got a bit, got a bit try and be on the same basis. Mm. And when they give interviews and things to the, to the press and stuff like that, mm. I think they 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 all right. I was going to say they sh- they've got they've got to be honest. Mm. But if if they if they feel they're going to be honest, but they think perhaps it might not be best if I do say it, I think they would be better doing that. 
Mm. And that comes with a bit of experience, I think. With I, was just, the, the, I was just about to say, Malcolm, I think it could be a little bit of naivety with, uh, with Boyer. Oh, I think so, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, we've we got Boyer and, and, um, and uh, Gardner. I mean, the new, you know, the new, hopefully they'll learn and, they, mm. and they'll mm. get, you know, but, um, and, you know, the, the, I think they'll, they, they give it, they should be given an opportunity, really, to, uh, but... Uh, the, the the two of them still come from this. You know, we're talking now about this issue of complications mm. and you know playing players in different positions, mm. <clears throat> and a lot of it is because they look at oppositions and they're trying to cater for oppositions when you should be playing for yourself. Should be playing for yeah. yourself. Yeah, too right. I mean, yeah. I mean, you know, if, if you want to stop people scoring, why not have four great? Defenders across the back. Yeah, back to basic. Look, 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 look at our defence back in the seventies. They were brick walls. Mm. Yeah, they were brick walls, and they were mm. double skin brick walls as well. Mm. Believe me, mm. you know, and uh, they would stop yeah. anything. Yeah, but, I got caught. I, I mean, part of my bring it, uh, early days at Birmingham was part of this sort of sweeper mm. thing. You know, where uh, we had sort of four players, may, maybe defending and marking players. Up, up, up front, and uh, and somebody sweeping behind at the back. Player mm. called Brian Sharples mm. did that role, you know, and a fellow called Joe Mallet, if you remember him, uh, or he might remember the name. Mm. He was between sort of uh, Stan Collis starting and, uh, and Gil Merrick, sort of leaving. He he came in and he he was a good coach, mm. uh, good man manager, uh, and he introduced that, and um, you know, and 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 and. A lot of teams carried on introducing it, but then it's gone further and further down there. You, you, mm. And to be honest with you, I listen to these pundits and people on the television. Oh, they may as well be speaking Japanese. For yeah, absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and don't forget, ladies and gents, uh, this week we'll all be having the Christmas tree formations. Yeah? It's Christmas, Chris. It Christmas. Christmas. Merry Christmas, well, everybody. Let's hope we don't complicate the formations too much. Absolutely. <laughs> Malcolm, Absolutely. You, you, you are the archetypal expert on changing positions. You've played in more positions <laughs> than, than that. You're exactly so, I right. Mean, you, you're you're a, the prime man you, to talk about that because, I mean... You're, you're, you're going to accuse me of being the problem. <laughs> no, 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 not at all. No, 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 don't offend the guest, Alan. <laughs> when, when, when we got a problem, they stuck you in it. <laughs> but we haven't got a centre half, so Malcolm Page goes in there. Fullbacks injured. Malcolm Page goes in there. Midfield. Malcolm Page goes in. Yeah, I think you yeah. you wore the number nine shirt once, yeah. didn't you? Well, I think I I did. <laughs> yes, you're quite. You know what? I thought about that today actually, and I, I remember playing up was it Sunderland? I think against one of the top. What was his name now? He was must have been one of the tallest centre halves, <laughs> and they play me five foot. Shite. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, you know, it's you it's it? quite incredible, really. Did you enjoy playing up for him? Uh, no. You didn't like it? No. Well, I mean, it wasn't me, really. I, no. But uh, what I must say is I almost scored a goal. In fact, I did score a goal because um, Jim Montgomery was in oh, goal yeah. at yeah, the time against us. Yeah. And... Uh, and there was a cross came over, and I went up and with Jim and sort of the, well, I couldn't get his eyes in, but I sort of, you know, hit him a bit, and he dropped the ball, and I, I don't know who it was scored, but uh, I put that down to me. Well done. There you go. Ah. 
Um, but yeah, yeah, quite right about playing all these positions. Yeah, it's yeah. Uh, and it, I eventually. It's not the positions myself. that bother me. It's the formations. Yes, exactly. You yes, know, yes. Christmas tree formations, triangular yeah. formations. Yeah. 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 Get a grip. Four four yeah. two. Get some blood and thunder back in it. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. can't see um, if Harley does sort of move on, or even if he's still around and Roberts isn't available for the next game. I think he'll put friend <coughs> uh, Pedersen and. Yeah. and Anderson as a three, and then put Bella left wing back, wouldn't it? Um, yeah, possibly. Yeah, so I don't think Dean will start the next game, even if Roberts is out. No, I don't think uh, he will. If we look at it on the bench, the way it's going. But sometimes I think they they spend they spend hours and hours sometimes now watching uh, opponents, don't yeah, they, yeah. on yeah. videos and more, t- uh, more time like than that. they do training. And uh, yeah, and then yeah. you know they design a, a formation. I may be wrong, but uh, you know, to, uh, which to me isn't. But there's absolutely right, nothing to say. There's, there's nothing positive about it. That's is there's coming to Birmingham City. We'll play like that when there are hours. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no. exactly. So, so yeah. no, I don't, I don't get it. It should be uh, the formation should be the traditional one for me. Mm. Mm. Yeah, well, we're, a bit, we're we're from the same age. No, you're you're <laughs> younger than me. No, he's a lot older. Well, yeah. If Dean oh. does leave us in January, then I wish him all the best. You know, I think over the four sure. years he's been. Um, you know, he's had, he's had, he's had, he has had some good games, hasn't he? Um, I think overall. Oh yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, the worrying thing is, it's, it looks to me a financial thing again, pretty much as well, because he, he's on a, he's on a good salary, I understand, and so that's probably yeah. an issue. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've said, yeah. said it before, but where, where we sit, me and my friend Jane, the amount of abuse he's been getting the last few weeks, you know, whether you're, you're his biggest fan or not, he's wearing a blue shirt, and some of the. The stupid abuse has been getting really daft. Well, we've all had that at, uh, at times. So, yeah, I remember going out of the tunnel one. I don't know one match. I was went out the tunnel, with, uh, and I was behind Gordon Taylor, I think, as we were running out the tunnel. Oh, you could see over him then. <laughs> Definitely. <yeah. laughs> <laughs> and uh, and so, there was somebody right next to me saying, "Well, well Taylor, why don't you?" Well, you know. And, uh, and I sort of started, I tapped Gordon on the shoulder and said, ah, and they said, and take fucking page with you. <laughs> <laughs> was it you, was it, Alan? No, no, no. <laughs> Again, I knew, I, knew, I knew Gordon Taylor as well from, from the Red House. Oh, yes, of course you would, yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'd be tra- he's, uh, he's, he'll be on, on his way down shortly to one of our matches, actually, because I was speaking to him last week and... Uh, He's, uh, he's quite keen to come down. I mean, ask, we ask, him, ask him to come and make an appearance on the Monday. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, okay. Yeah. Okay. I'll do that. Craig yeah. Courtney, well, I'll jump yeah. for you. And he's, uh, he's, he said he's quite willing. We, I mean, we pay, we pay a small fee to a former player to come and just right, okay. do some corporate stuff at a game. And um, Gordon very kindly said, uh, I'll give my fee to charity. That's all right. Yeah, we, we do an amazing amount of work here for charity. Uh, um, just to let everybody know that I have handed Chris on Saturday night the 1,200 and something, was it, Chris? Did you? That <laughs> 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 I, I had from a safe in the PTSD <laughs> charity. And thanks again to Craig Courtney for um, arranging yet another £500 from his work uh, to go into the fund as well. Uh, all in all... And when we think back, that you know, the last two years we've been so restricted on what we could, well, and certainly what we haven't been able to do so far yet, uh, the response has been absolutely incredible. 
absolutely incredible. Thank yeah. you, each and every single one of you. Uh, I've also been asked to share, while we're on that subject, uh, can you share anything about the raffle? 50 pence each, £2 a strip. Let's get it over the £200 mark. That's for the breakfast. 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 Mm -hmm. Can I ask, ask Malcolm? Can I ask Malcolm a question if you don't mind? Yeah. Um, oh, of course you can. That's what you're here for. That's why you don't get. That's why you don't get paid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Malcolm, best player Chris. you played with, best player you played with for Blues, and the best player you've seen play for Blues since you've retired or since you sort of stopped playing for us. Just before you do that, tell us with the tickets, please. All right. Um, there is. <clears throat> Well, best player, I, I um, it should be very easy. I mean, I can say Trevor Francis. He was probably the best player. He, he, he made the, you know, he made such a big difference. But, you know, there were lots of other players, really, that, um, you know, I looked at closely and uh, hence I've, I've got a 11 players here that I would put in, a t you know, as my, my team, mm -hmm. if you like. Yeah. And, um, you know, because, um, you know, I think attitude and uh, how players uh, react to things are as important as somebody that can dribble a ball 20 yards and score a goal, you know, out of the blue. I think attitude and people you can rely on. And if there's one thing I learned uh, about football was that when we had this successful team during the uh, the 70s, um, we... Uh, we got to know one another. We got to know how each player played. We got to appreciate what they did, mm -hmm. and uh, and recognise what they couldn't do. And so, you know, we then formed that brought us together really as a team. team. So yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I knew that you know so and so wouldn't be wanting to do. To, um, okay, Bob Latchford, he wouldn't want to be running all over the bloody place. Mm -hmm. Somebody else would have to do that for him. Mm -hmm. But he'd be there and knocking a ball in the back of the net. Mm -hmm. that, that was his job. That's, that's that. That was the the, the importance he was mm. to the team, and, I, and that that was the great thing I learned then from that era. Really, was that uh, you know getting players to appreciate one another. Yeah, yeah. Within themselves, you know, not necessarily coming from coaches or managers or whatever, but just you know reacting together and and playing as a team. Mm. And since you stopped playing for us, who would you say is the best player you've seen play for us in that period of time? Oh God. Um, well, I, I can't make the excuse that I haven't been watching them play since I finished playing because mm -hmm. I go to <laughs> pretty much to every every game. Um, yeah. But uh, uh, do yeah. Gary, Christoph. do Gary. Well, he played what twenty odd games, didn't he? Mm -hmm. Now uh, you know, I look a little bit longer than that. I mean, I know he made a huge impact mm -hmm. and uh, things, and people do make huge impacts, don't mm -hmm. they? I mean. Steve like Bruce certainly did, didn't he, when he came? Yeah. Stephen Carr. Yeah. Stephen yeah. Carr. Great yeah. 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 Um I'll chat away, lads, and I'll, I'll probably uh, yeah. it'll probably come back come back yeah, to me. Yeah. It's. I tell you, the type of player I like is 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 a busy midfield player, good balance, uh, you know, can dictate play, and you know. Mm. <sighs> I hate to say Robbie Savage in many ways, but he was he was he was influential. There's no doubt about it, and uh, he knows it more than anybody else. He keeps telling me. But, uh, but uh, you know, people like that, Archie Gamble, those type of players, you know, that uh, can dictate, uh, you know, make a difference. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Barry Ferguson. We got any live questions? Yeah, Barry Ferguson. Yeah. yeah. 
I can't see the chat box, Chris. Any chance you can put it on here? Somebody asked. Um, I, can't, I can't find the comment now, but I remember the question, and somebody asked a good question earlier about um, who was the best captain that you ever played under at Blues during the time you was there. Um, I think it was me actually. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was captain for a brief. I was captain. Correct answer. <laughs> I, was, I was captain for a brief time. Would you believe? Um, and it was just before uh, Jim Smith signed Archie Gemmell. And okay. it was plainly uh, um, Archie Gemmell was going to be coming in as captain. And uh, so the first game we played, I think, uh, we, 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 we used to share rooms then when we used to go to away matches and mm. share a room. Sure. So who did Jim Smith put me in with but Archie Gemmell? And uh, it was a bit awkward, really, because uh, Archie was plainly... He hadn't been announced as manager, but uh, as captain, but he was plainly going to be. But so it was a bit awkward, really. We, we um, you know, we, uh, I turned my back on him in the double bed. Uh, <laughs> oh, you don't get it, Archie. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> was you on the left or the right? <laughs> <laughs> he was left-footed, wasn't he? Oh, dear, 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 dear. Yeah. Uh, Steve Portman, sorry we didn't make your party Saturday. Nick, uh, I understand and I get the reasons why a lot of people, as I say, didn't come with what's going on out there at the moment and uh, and... It is always difficult at this time of the year. Uh, I know that. And uh, no, it's a good night. It, it, just a few drinks with friends and family. Um, my lad come up from Paul in Dorset. Mick came, Big Mick, sorry, from Royal Edmonton Spa. <laughs> Big Mick. Big Mick from Royal Edmonton Spa. <laughs> <laughs> he was joking. I do know a Big Mick, but I know that's the same Big Mick. Yeah. <laughs> and, and uh, you know... Like I said earlier, I bet you all come to my funeral. <laughs> it's a um, great comment from Kavanagh. Fond memories of Malcolm Page, a gent on the pitch, um, but putting a shift. Uh, sorry, yeah, a gent, a gent on the pitch, on the pitch, but putting a shift each match. My yeah. first season watching Blues, age seven in nineteen seventy-four. Yeah, thank you very much. I, 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 yeah. Nice comment by Adam Walsh as well. NHS should be on Dean's wages. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> no wonder you like that, Mark. Yeah, I work in the NHS, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mal Malcolm, can I can I remind you of a match? We're, talk we're talking about tactics and people playing in different positions. And obviously, the, the semi-final in 68, Stan Collis pulled what he hoped would be a masterstroke. And he had uh, you, who'd been sort of a reputation as a defender, plus Colin Green in midfield. And he left Johnny Vincent, who was a midfield player, on the bench. Uh, what? And he, to be fair, it almost worked. I mean, we should have won that game. I mean, the chances we missed, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, and John Osborne had a miracle game. What, what's What's your memory of that? I mean, you 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 were involved because you were part of this tactical. Uh, you know, um, we're going to. I, I well, we got the impression it was trying to. Um, Stop Bobby Hope, basically. Um, was was that your recollection? Uh, yeah, well, I think it was to stop Bomber Brown, really, as well, wasn't it? Bomber uh, Brown, yeah. Yeah, um, but, yeah, I, yeah I, I don't know what to say, really, about that. It's, you, could, you could bring up the same issue in the, when we played Fulham as well, I think. There was issues about... Uh, I, I, so Supposedly, I had a bit of a run-around uh, and... Jimmy Calderwood, I think, was left out. You know, I think Freddie Goodwin brought me in because he thought he, I was a better defender overall. You know, but um, yeah, um, yeah, I, I think 
I think that's right. Um, uh, but, you know, it's... It, uh, again, you know, I'll, I'll go down the same route as I've said before. Um, and, you know, I shouldn't be in many ways because it helped me, you know, in being, as you've said, being able to play in different positions and things like that. I could give my best in lots of positions, which was very helpful to a manager or a coach. Mm. Um, but, you know, obviously sometimes it didn't pay off. And uh, I, I think uh, you're quite right to mention that, actually, I think, because uh, that, that could have been one of the reasons why we didn't... Although, although we had Freddie Pickering uh, had a great game, I, I think, didn't he? And... Uh, it, it, we could have scored more goals, but uh, yeah, I, I, it's not really answered your question. I think, is it? But uh, I think, I think, I think you're right, and probably a manager's mistake again. Yeah. Uh, Ray, Ray's also said sorry we couldn't make it. Nick, totally understand, Ray, and uh, and sincerest condolences from uh, us here at the Tilton Talk team. And uh, Linda Ensor has also written sincerest condolences to Ray and Christina and family who uh, lost a parent over the last few days. Our thoughts sorry, are with you guys. Our sorry, yeah, yeah, very sorry. Uh, who was a Stoke fan and did he eat any of the cake? The cake hasn't been cut. I wouldn't give that to a Stoke fan. Good God. They have chips. That's all they're getting. <laughs> and that's, that was Sharon's, uh, Sharon's eldest son, oh, by the way, that uh, I, 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 managed to, I managed to catch him staring and admiring a Birmingham City cake. Good. Good lad. Good lad. Great question for Michael Woods. What was Malcolm's favourite away grounds player? Um, well, I think, strangely enough, in the 70s, um, uh, 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 <laughs> it was um, surprisingly... Don't, kind don't, of... don't say the words. Don't say it, man. Don't say the words. OK. We know where you're coming from, pal. <laughs> Middlesbrough. Uh, no, what, 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 what made that ground be your favourite? Would it be the atmosphere, obviously? Middlesbrough, the local no, it, it, oh, was it was the, Middlesbrough. The playing surface. And, right, OK. And, and we were told at the time that the, the reason was because the ground staff fed it with sort of fishy materials that they right. picked up from the local of <laughs> some sort. But it was always a... Beautiful surface, far better than any of the any of the, you know any of these big teams mm -hmm. and things like that. And it was a lovely surface to play on. So, so and, and you know you, we had that one opportunity <laughs> once a year. Sometimes it was sometimes mm. a, a, a mud pit well, before you got on it. Back in back in them days, what was the banter like in the dressing room? And any good pranks or any funny stories you can tell us? Um, Am I allowed to? I'm not allowed to swear. Am I? Preferably not. We do have no, no. watching. Uh, in that case, no. There's no story. <laughs> I'll, um, I'm going to buy him a, a, a bleep box after the uh, so, so that. Uh... Uh, oh gosh, funny stories. Funny stories. Yeah. Um, let me just check in my book. Uh, Himself. Can oh, I, you don't mind me... Uh, not yeah, at all, yeah, yeah, no, no, I've jotted no, no. a few down, oh, no, just, no. just to save uh, me... Craig Courtney, uh, make sure you put me five tickets in, please, as I've just... Okay. Yeah, yeah. Mrs. Brown, ten quid. Tilden. Uh, Could you pass that through the window for us, Malcolm? Okay. You're very kind, mate. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Marvellous. So, uh, just talk about yourselves, lads, for a minute. Yeah, OK, follow them up next then, guys. Paul, what's your thoughts on Fulham? Fulham away. Yeah. They're flying at the minute, aren't they? The one down, the one down at home to Sheffield United, as we speak. Um, but I'm going to go two 0 for them. Yeah, I'll go three 0 I'm going to say a shock draw, one one. I don't know why. Whether it's, never, Christmas, never, it's Christmas, I can never 
backers to lose, it's hard, isn't it? It's hard, yeah. You've got to be realistic, ain't you? Yeah. Oh, well, then we'll win 2 1. <laughs> <laughs> As I said, I'm hoping for a postponement. But don't, don't forget, they beat Blackburn 7 0. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. Is Sanderson going back in January as well? Well, apparently, he's, no, he's got. No. Has he got the African Nations? Has he got a cover that Wolves are losing a load of centre backs for the African Nations? Is that right? That's apparently. That's what. They're all, they're all Portuguese, ain't they, Mark? Wolves okay. players. That's near Africa. <laughs> Have they got? Are they losing that bowler? Are they? Is he going? I think yeah, he's one who's going. Is he one? Yeah. Okay. Alan, what, Alan, what's your predictions for the uh, for the um, Fulham game? Uh, a defeat. Mm. That's all you're going to write. <laughs> defeat. I, I I dread to think. Chris Brown. <laughs> I, I really I really am. Chris. You know, I, yeah. I just I can't. Have you got a microphone? I have got a mic. Can you not hear me? No, no. Can you hear me now? Can yeah. you hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah no, I can't. Uh, I can't see a win either. So I'm going for a, uh, oh, a stonking, probably three nil loss. We haven't done too bad there, though, have we? In recent years, I mean, it's only a few years ago. We were five two, didn't we? Five. Yeah, and we've lost every game since. <laughs> Merry Merry <laughs> Christmas, Alan. <laughs> we've lost every game since. It, it'd be typical of Blues to turn it round and just you know beat them, though, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> oh well, time will tell. We'll have to wait and see on that one. Um, you got it, Malcolm? Well, I've got one here. Here we yeah, go. Then. Uh, yeah, the day I remember well, the day Jim Smith arrived at mm -hmm. the club. He was introduced uh, to all the players in the dressing room, <clears throat> and uh, I think it was Keith Coombs. I think uh, came into the dressing room, made a bit of a speech. We all sort of fell asleep almost, <laughs> uh, and then eventually he, he introduced Jim Smith and. Uh, Jim's the first words Jim ever uttered uh, to the players was, uh, well, uh, and 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 then uh, uh, Coombs walked out and left Jim to talk to us, and uh, basically Jim said, uh, right, now he's out of the effing place. We're, we're going to get on and do the job, as it were. Anyway, we had a we had a, that afternoon. We had all the players were back, and we we uh, we had a practice match on St Andrews first team against the sort of reserves as it were and I'd been left out of the Sir Alf had, uh, had left me out in the last match right, that yeah, he had yeah. and, he, and it was the only time I've ever been substituted and uh, he took me off in that match and so I, I didn't finish the game that last game and uh, so Jim saw what's the first half of the game and I was playing in the reserves and at half time it, the only thing he did was to put me back in the first team, and we played the second half. And I was, I was remembered that as you know, being very proud of that. You know, it was first decision yeah. at the club. You know, uh -huh. and so, and uh, anyway, anyway, some years later, I met him at a at a funeral, I think it was, and uh, we were ch we were chatting away. I said, Jim, I said, do you remember when you first arrived at the club? I said. The first decision you ever made. Can you remember what it was? And he said, "Well, no, not really." He said, "I can't really remember." Uh, and I said, "Well, it was you put on a practice match." And I said, "The first des decision you ever made was to put me back into the first team." And he said, "Oh, that was the first bloody mistake I made." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh dear! I, I can only imagine that dressing rooms are so much more different nowadays than. Uh, well, I don't know. I don't know. Well, yeah, uh, but well, yes. I mean, there's more of a mix of uh, you know mm -hmm. different cultures. colours and mm, cultures. 
people now playing in the game, yeah, it must different. be, yeah, difficult, yeah. Di different, different dynamics, different, yeah. completely, yeah. yeah. I mean, I look at, I look at our, and it's, 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 I don't know whether it's a good thing or, or a bad thing, but I look at our program now, and we, we've got this team from fifty years ago. Yeah, white, 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 mm -hmm. white, white, mm -hmm. and now hasn't time changed for the better. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. I mean, some of these players are superbly gifted, and if they're superbly gifted, put them in the first team. Exactly. Mm -hmm. you, yeah. you know, yeah. yeah. But on the same hand, it doesn't have to be a complaint because there's not enough black managers or anything. If you're good enough for it, do the job. Exactly. Do the job. Exactly. Yeah. You know, yeah. I've had yeah. a black surgeon operate on my body. I was really yeah. happy. Yeah. Yeah. He, you know, he did a good job. Yeah. Well, it wasn't nothing to do with my face, <laughs> though, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I got a question from uh, from Craig here. He says, um, "How does Malcolm feel a team he played in could fare against today's team?" That's a hard one. I, I think it's an easy one. No, it isn't say. actually. It's quite uh, quite simple. I think it'd be a draw. Really? <laughs> Eleven <laughs> players in hospital for them. <laughs> no, no, be a draw. Be a draw. Really? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think uh, I think it would be a draw, it would be a fair result. Mind you, all our players would be in the 70s and 80s, mm. age, age group. <laughs> but it'd still be a draw. It'd still be a draw. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear, dear, dear. Oh, blimey. Were you, were you ever one for keeping sort of memorabilia from your playing days, Malcolm? Do you ever um, keep any shirts or programmes? Or? Uh, I've got one shirt left. I've given a lot to charity, to be honest mm. with you, and uh, stuff. Um, I used to swap a few shirts, so I had a, had a few uh, proper players' shirts. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody wanted mine. Uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm, and uh, but yeah, I've got I've got a uh, Tilton's father spotted on the landing. Mm -hmm. We've got a, a framed thing where I've got my first schoolboy cap, under twenty three cap, and first. Uh, Internet, you know, full cap. Excellent. So that's all in a nice cabinet on mm. the on the landing. Oh, very nice. So that's that must uh, have been a very uh, very proud moment to uh, play for your country. Mm. Oh, indeed, yes, and uh, you know, there's a lot of hollow blue with whales, you know, and singing and all that sort of mm. stuff. You know, who, who, who's, uh, your, yeah. who's your international debut against? Uh, Finland away. Well, oh, okay. What's the score? One nil to Wales. <laughs> Yeah, so, yeah, it was uh, nice. We, and there was a good guy managing the team at, um, mm. called Mike Smith, uh, yeah. passed on now and stuff. But um, he was a good manager, you know, a good mm. international manager, um, like the England manager is now, I think. Mm. He's... Um, and it's not easy when you get players coming in, you've only got certain days to... Mm to sort things out and get things right for yeah. before matches and stuff. It's not an easy way to, to have no. to manage. So, uh, Do you think we should bring back the home internationals? Well, um, I used to enjoy those, yes, I, I must yeah. admit. Yeah, but uh, I, I think... I, think, I, uh, I went to a few, <laughs> you, might get, you might get a bit tired of them now. <laughs> well, there's so many internationals now. I mean, I got 28 caps in, it took about 10 years to... Mm. But now in 10 years, yeah. you could get about 50 caps yeah. now, I think. Mm -hmm. You didn't, mm. have, didn't have San Marino and all that lot now. Mm. You know. Well, yeah. They just give them away, don't they, really? It's, yeah. Don't be told drugs. Do you think, well. yeah, but do you think you should only get a cap if you play a full international game with a purpose, not a friendly? Well, we were actually, Wales 
I think Wales and Northern Ireland, when I was playing in the 70s anyway, um, international-wise, um, we only used to get one cap per season. Oh, right, OK. But Eng- England and Scotland, I think, had a, a cap every every match. So when when I say I've got 28 caps, I haven't got 28 caps mm. because I only had about, I don't know, six or seven, eight caps maybe, perhaps, in total. Mm. Because there was only one a season. One Couldn't a season. afford them back then, could they? <laughs> no. <Nope. laughs> <laughs> Give it another hat away, that's a fiver. <laughs> mm. Malcolm, what was the highlight of your Welsh career? Uh, well, I think uh, nearly getting into the European Championships in, I don't know what year it was now. 76. Yeah, 76. Mm. We had a playoff sort of situation with Yugoslavia at Cardiff, and uh, there was a a dubious penalty given. I knew it wasn't a penalty because I was involved with, with the with the the tackle. But and then afterwards there was a there was an issue in relation to there was an East German referee who was accused then of having taken bribes and stuff. Corrupt. But it was never never proven or the result wasn't changed in any way. But uh, that was sort of. Uh, but every time as you know you can well imagine a Welshman standing. For the for the Welsh national anthem mm. before a game, you know that's you know that meant a lot. Yeah. Okay. Question from Stephen Gillis. Malcolm, what the best piece of advice you ever got was? Well, I think I know there's the best advice, but it was the, the the earliest bit of advice I ever got, and I think it was on the day I made my debut at Everton, mm-hmm. 1965, and uh, we we got a draw one one. Ronnie Fent- a fellow called Ron- Ronnie Fenton, who was playing for us up front, uh, he scored the, the equaliser. Mm. Um, and we went, we after the match, we were all in. We used to have a, a big bath in those days. Everybody sort mm. of in, mm. in a big bath, sitting together, and all this. Yeah. Um, and uh, I remember Stan Lynn saying, because it it was just after the the. the Sunday people, I think, had started giving marks out of ten for right, players, for, for yeah. players. <clears throat> and uh, I sort of was quite excited about the fact that we I did all right and we got a draw away at Everton. I thought, bloody hell! This. And I and I said to Stan, I said, God, I, said, I can't wait to see how many how many points I get in the Sunday people tomorrow. And he said, uh, and he said, no. Not interested in that sort of thing at all, he said, and you shouldn't be either. Mm. He said, just make sure that the lads that you're playing with respect you and happy with you, and the same with the manager and the and the coach. You, that's that's the people you've got to make mm. sure that uh, you're, you're happy with. Did you have a look at them? What the points? Oh, of course I did. <laughs> <laughs> the best advice I got, and I didn't take but I, it. But I can't remember what they were. <laughs> Or I'm not telling you. <laughs> uh, dear, is Gareth Bale the best Welshman? Well, Adam Walsh. Well, there's no doubt he's he's in- influential, isn't he? Oh, yeah, very much so. I, I rather look at him and think. But there again, you see, I, I mentioned Bob Latchford earlier on, you know, and and I'm sure if I was playing in the same team as Bale, I would appreciate what he does to the team. Uh, uh, looking from afar, he appears to me a little bit lazy at times, mm. and um, you know, he's not going on a bit. I feel as he? if he should have perhaps done a bit more, you know. But um, 
He's, I mean, he's just got bags of talent, doesn't yeah. he? Have you met him, Malcolm? No. No. Do you no. go to many of the Welsh internationals? <laughs> That's another. I found out about uh, five years ago, I suppose. No, was it five years ago? Maybe five, no, maybe five, seven years ago. Somebody asked me, Have you, do you go and watch any of the Welsh games? No, no, not really, no. And uh, he said, uh, why not? I said, well, I don't know. I said, I, you know, just buying tickets and all this sort of thing. He said, did you not know that once you play for your country that you were able and liable to get two free tickets oh. for any Welsh game? So you missed the, the future. <laughs> <laughs> nobody, nobody ever told me. <laughs> A <laughs> uh, question from Ray Hobro uh, for Malcolm. What make of boots did you wear back then? Uh, well, uh, we used to... Um, the, the the club used to give us a chit to go to uh, a shop in Birmingham. Mm. And I know the man that used to own the shop, I think, had Villa connections. Uh, mm. Said the word. Uh, sorry. But uh, anyway, so we Harry used to go Bell, and get it, Larry, and, yeah. and invariably um, you'd go in and then you got Adidas boots, mm -hmm. and uh, so Adidas boots it was. Mm. But <clears throat> when uh, when I when I started playing for Wales, the uh, Wales had a contract with a company called Gola. Right, yeah, I remember them. Gola, and uh, yeah, and so um, I thought, well, well what's going to happen now? I'm, I've, I'm, my boots are Adidas boots, and I, I, I can't. When I go to the Welsh team two or three days before, and they're going to give me these Gola boots, Gola. and I, I played in them or whatever. Oh, that, that was all right. There used to be a man from Gola who used to arrive before the match with yellow paint, and he used to these over these Adidas boots, and we used to go out and play. Whose boots did you have to clean? Oh well, every uh, well, I don't know. Everybody's, I suppose, that was there at the time. I, I see, would you, imagine you weren't like oh, just dedicated one player, and you got to keep his boots. No, right? no, 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 no. But uh, that's another practice it, it, that uh, yeah. doesn't happen nowadays. No, it doesn't. You had to no. get social services involved, wouldn't they? The other, <laughs> to clean somebody else's shoes. The other, th other thing I remember was uh, oh, well, I, 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 apparently I, I've only played. I've, I've only played at Birmingham for seventeen years, which isn't true. I've actually played for Birmingham for nineteen years because they don't seem to count your apprenticeship. Right, your apprentice professional. You left left home at fifteen, mm. uh, came to the club in West Indies at uh, in Sheldon, Sheldon, uh, Braze Road, B nine one, B B nine one, B twenty eight, and um, so yeah, and. Um, what we were talking about now? Just Gola boots. Go, no, no. After that, we were talking about. Um, uh, what was it? We were talking. That's me to remember. Oh, <laughs> we got no chance, pal. What boots uh, you wore back then? Yeah. Boots. Boots. No. The man from Gola painting the boots. Oh uh, no, we were talking about the uh, in the boot boot room, weren't the boot we? Room. In the boot room. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we used to have quite a few battles in the boot room, really, and I've seen fists flying in the boot room. Even as well, um, people, really? you know, got. Uh, well, I want to uptight, clean his boots. Appetite, things like that. Yeah. <laughs> question, yeah. Question coming from Lee Malin. We nearly crashed into Trevor Francis during his white uh, driving his white Jaguar. 
XJS who had just been to visit Malcolm at his home in Alton when I was little. We were on our way to drop my sister off at a friend's house and we lived in the house on the end a couple away from Malcolm's house. Ironic that I now live in the Violet's record appearance holder. That I now live in the Violet's record I don't get that bit there. Charlie, Charlie, Aitken's, Charlie, Aitken's, old, Charlie Aitken's old house around the corner now uh, had to have the place exercised. <laughs> <laughs> Malcolm, I, I lived in Braze Road. Did you? I did, yes. The, the other side of the island, down the hill. The oh, down the, the hill. I was number 42. Your, your house, uh, Gilmerick lived in it, Stanley lived in it, and then you turned up. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's I a good bit of information. I, I, yeah, well, it's, I know they lived close, close to it, but I think... Uh, well, I arrived there. There was a, a a lad at the club called Billy Atkinson. He never ever made a first team get, uh, appearance or anything like that. Uh, we lived at number forty-two, and I was there for twelve years in digs there with uh, Mr. And Mrs. Herbert and Don't Touch the Dog Bryn. Oh, really? Uh, really? really? Vicious, vicious dog. And I used to eventually uh, because if we were watching television in the evenings. And he'd come and he'd just sit by your foot. And if you moved your foot, he'd have it. He'd have it in his mouth. So I eventually ended up having to bring football boots because they were more firmer and harder boots in those days. So I used to bring some of those back and put them on my foot so that when he had a go at me... <laughs> uh, Stephen Oakley wants to know, did Kenny Burns share the proceeds with the team when he won and sold the TR7 against Leicester? No. No. No, no he, he did, yes, because um, the the car was sold and uh, it was split. Right. Yeah. Shall we... It's the only decent thing he ever did. With <laughs> <laughs> oh, he did, he did show me his, uh, his international caps one night and it's all his Birmingham City stuff. Well, he's, 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 a, he's, a, he's, he's some character, I'll tell I, you, Kenny. I was uh, with him a few weeks ago, to be fair. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. He's some character... Oh, we have a we have a big chat about money issues and things. When he wants to come along to get some money, he will check. What's a check? Oh, a bloody check. <laughs> <laughs> Allegedly. Uh, Paul, should we get on to the who? Do you want to explain to Malcolm? Yes. What do you want to do first? I can't hear very well, Chris. Sorry. Sorry. Do sorry. Do you want to explain to about Malcolm uh, about the who? Yeah, do you want to do that first? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So, so what what we do now, Malcolm, is we play a, a clip of a, a player. From back in your time uh, speaking for 15 seconds we want to see if you can guess who it is and if you think you know who it is tell us his, the first letter of his surname and we'll see if our viewers can any of our viewers can get it so this is a Birmingham City player to clarify mm. I'll definitely know who it is but whether I'll remember his name or not, <laughs> <laughs> so it's a former player that played with you um, and um, he's going to be speaking for 15 seconds and we want to see if you can get who it is here we go Especially here at home, in front of seventy-seven thousand people, it's it's a disappointment to lose. But I think the I think most people would see that it was a decent performance from the players, uh, fully committed, um, and you know a disciplined uh, performance. Irish by the sound of it. No, he's definitely Welsh. <laughs> <laughs> definitely Welsh. Don Givens. Yeah. Correct. Don Givens. Well done. Uh, the, uh, the Christmas card from Don this morning. Very, very, very few people get those. I don't think anybody. No, I, don't, I, don't, no, 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 I thought he was Irish. 
Okay, so the FA have confirmed the FA Cup replays have been removed in both the third and fourth rounds of this season's competition due to COVID. Uh, sensible decision, in my opinion. Really, we sh- I don't think we should do replays. Um, <laughs> well, not with the ticky tucky footballers nowadays, you know what I mean? They might get hurt. Or pull a muscle mm. or something. Mm. <laughs> they haven't got enough big enough squad. Yeah. No, we'll play yeah. the stewards. <laughs> yeah. Can we scroll, Chris, if you wouldn't mind? Yeah, Malcolm, do you want to go through your team as well, please? All oh, right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um You got a manager and captain as well? Yeah. Okay. 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 I've got uh, a fellow called Mike Kelly in goal. Now, yeah. you might think they're a little surprised because there's been some great goalkeepers since. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. A lot of goalkeepers. But again, I go j- just back to that, to the things that he, he, he gave, really, which uh, was uh, marvellous in terms of helping other players out, giving them advice, giving them help. Um, hence the fact that he, he went on to become a coach mm. he got involved with the England uh, team and uh, he's still now uh, even uh, scouting for Rangers I think uh, in Scotland but he, he, he was so into helping players you know that he, mm. he was so helpful in, in advice and stuff and it's important as a goalkeeper and I thought uh, you know he, was, he would be the, the goalkeeper then I've got a back four of uh, Dave Langan, Roger Hind, Kenny Burns and Tony Want. Solid. Who I think uh, were all good de- good defenders. Dave Langan was good at going forward as well. But I'd have Colin Todd just sort of playing in front of them, really. Because uh-huh. he, he was such a, a, a terrific player and he was good at... Uh, you know, reading the game and things like that. Mm. So he'd be he'd sort of play in front of them. On either side of him, Howard Kendall and Alan Campbell. Oh, and then uh, I got uh, Bob Latchford, Jeff Vowden and Trevor Francis up front. But Trevor, Trevor play where he thinks he would be either left or right. Oh, he, oh, he, oh. Would, he would fiddle around a little bit. Mm. So you could say I'm eating my words a little bit from early, but... Uh, that's as far as I would have ever gone on terms of... But you're back four, strong, with Todd. Technical, uh, yeah, more, know, more technical. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Was it... Yeah. Was it uh, a, captain? Sorry, captain, uh, Howard Kendall. Manager. Yeah. Manager. Freddie Goodwin. Freddie Goodwin. Wow. Yeah. Wow, wow, wow. Was I've, it... heard, I've heard all of them players that you've said, and I've heard a lot about each one of them, and, uh, you know, I'm sure that anyone that was around in that era, obviously Alan... Great, yeah, great. Got a, yeah. You're the red house man, are you? Yeah, I'm the red house man. Alan Campbell to me was one of the great players that played for this club. For me, mm. he was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he he enjoyed himself, but my god, he bloody worked in training and you know, got a great attitude. Mm-hmm. And he, he, you know, he was. Every time, every time I see old sort of films of things of, of us team playing, he's always involved. Was it, was it a tough decision that team? Any, any players you have to nominate? Well, or? was it tough? I tell you, yeah, it was yeah. impossibly tough because I could I could name 
five, six, seven other teams really out of all the players that I've played mm. with. Yeah, mm. yeah. That uh, you know that you could 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 have picked. Yeah. Quite honestly, mm. yeah. Mm. And myself would have come in about the twenty first. Bob Hatton's the one in my mind. I've heard yeah, a lot well, Bob, Bob. Yeah, well, you see, Bob Hatton. You'll see here. You can't see, can you? But I've, I've written it down here. I crossed out Bob Hatton and put Jeff Outen in. I don't know why at the last minute, but that's what I did, <laughs> and it's there. Je Jeff Fowden was a, a very much a hung song, hung song, a song. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, a hung he song got a hero, lot of goals and he got a lot of important goals. <laughs> I'm I was sure going to say something else. Hung song hero. Hong Song Hong Hero. That's yeah, going to be the new, he, new phrase for he, he, 2022. He, he a, we, we're going to have a Hong Song Hero. He scored a lot of goals. Scored a lot, <laughs> lot of goals. <laughs> Did you play uh, in the uh, in the Blues um, game when they had the tilt and and they had all them pink and blue balloons and was patting them all on the pitch when you were there? Oh, my God. Yes. Oh, we that, humiliated! Yeah. That was my first ever local derby. My first ever, yeah, yeah, first local yeah. derby, and they'd been given the whole of the tilt, and, yeah. and pretty much everybody that turned yeah. up there either, either had, a pink I, blue balloon or a blue balloon. How did they call it? That was uh, social media. They must have just been given away outside the ground, weren't they? Like bed sheets. <laughs> I have to say, I have to say, after my after my debut on the day after my 18th birthday. Guess who the next bloody match was against? Oh, well, them lot, was it? Yeah. Mm. I, I, I think we, we won that one 3 2, if I remember I right. I didn't, no, we lost 1 0. Well, not the one with the balloons, we didn't. No, no, but the, no. the, this, this one I'm talking about. Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, and I, I, because of my issue with, you know, sort of Your getting nerves, a bit yeah. uptight and thing, I used to hate those bloody matches, to be honest. It, <laughs> it was just too much for me almost. You no. no, I couldn't. It's bad enough no. for the fun. That know? was the yeah. first time. You, you know, when your dad says, "Oh, you can lift your feet up when you that when you're walking out and get carried out." That was the first time I ever did it at that game, going out that little um, square square block at the back. You know, God, the health and safety get closed down in two minutes, wouldn't it? Now, yeah, dear me, it would. Days, uh, well, memories. Well, it's, uh, you've got five minutes left to uh, mm. get your tickets in. Five minutes and counting. Mm -hmm. uh, can Craig Courtney give us an update as to how many we've got, how many were sold? Malcolm, I think you're far yeah. too modest. I oh. think you would have got you would have got in a better side than the twenty first best side, and I think you <laughs> you, you were. I mean, I <clears throat> I can re I can remember us being in the first division and, and going getting relegated, and it was in the wilderness, and you were part of the team that brought us back. We would have. Back as a a first division club, a proper first division club with proper first division players, and 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 you you were part of that, mate. And uh, and I say you're too modest. You 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 were a big part of that. Absolutely, absolutely. Thank you very much for saying and, uh, that. Yeah, I, I, yes, I, we did uh, we did come back, and uh, yeah, I feel proud of that sort of time. In uh, it was uh, that was when I was saying, you know, when I first realised that recognizing each person's value and, and appreciating it and knowing what they can do and what they can't do even uh, you know just brought us all together i think mm -hmm. and uh, at what know, point in your life did you lose the, the trademark mustache uh, 
I don't know. That's, I, that's, I, that's just how I used to recognise on it. Do you really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't I didn't have it for very long. I didn't you know? think. No, I didn't yeah, think. Yeah, I didn't think. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I didn't have that for <laughs> did, you, did you borrow it from yeah. Gary Pendry? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Gary was on a few weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Brilliant. Yeah, I, I, I was with Gary on uh, Saturday at the match. We went over to when they when they all came up the mm. all the lads came up the country road there with uh, with mm. their banners and stuff. Incredible. Yeah. And also, I must say thank you to the people that turned up for the uh, the candlelit vigil for Little Arthur as well last yeah. week and the organisers. Yeah. Yeah. Well done to you all. Uh, difficult for me living so far away to get to these events, but. Uh, it, it, it's always nice to see that we are an incredibly respectful club when it comes to it. Okay. Uh, 285 tickets sold. Wow. 285 picket tickets at £2 each. Mm. Actually, Chris, I can just see a little Christmas hat behind you. Are you going to wear it? I, I will, but it's not worth it because I haven't got a camera on me since. Uh. Uh, all the cameras are on the stars. Do it instead, Mark. Hey? You do it oh, instead. Look like a little elf. That is an incre incredible £570. Well done, everybody. Thank you so much. Uh, we might get a little bit more. It's two minutes left, guys. Two minutes. Fantastic. Two minutes to yeah. last. Fifteen minutes of the show. We all know what that means, don't we? And it's not going to be such a festive one this year. Um, it's it's just going to be just normal. I haven't really had time to think much this week, to be perfect. I was party planning all week. Party planning. <laughs> Yes, I'm going to hit the big 60 on Christmas Day. I've never mentioned oh, yeah. it before. On oh, Christmas Day? Yeah, Christmas Day, baby. <laughs> He's got a Santa baby routine lined up just for the special guest. Oh, <laughs> I don't know whether I was surprised at being on Christmas Day or because I thought you looked a lot older. Yeah, a bit, it was a bit mixed, a bit mixed actually, to be honest with you. <laughs> no, I always joke about it. I'm yeah. fun, but, uh, yeah. Right, OK, so we are a minute away from... Uh, uh, slicing off the ticket sales if your clock's right. No, your clock is wrong, Chris. It's now 20.45. 20.45. Yeah. The breakfast tickets are now closed. Oh. Craig Courtney, do your business and before the end of the show... Is it before the end of the show we'll, we'll announce it, Chris? Uh, yeah, yep. so before the end of the show we'll make an announcement as to who the lucky two people are who are going to get the tickets for the uh, the breakfast. And who's the breakfast with again? It's with the whole squad. It's with the squad. With the whole Squad. squad, yeah, at the end is of the season. Is that before the match? Is the it? Whole, oh, I don't know. Oh, right. I don't. I don't normally eat breakfast. You said one on Sunday because Auntie Linda came over, <laughs> and uh, I've never seen a woman eat so much, Chris. Wow. <laughs> it was. I know we took a photo of Jack eating his, but it was quite horrifying the amount that Linda was stocking down. Her. And I'm sure she rooted round the bin after for my scraps. <laughs> oh, no, she was looking. She was looking in my bucket. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, yeah, did you yeah. get some? I beg your pardon, sorry. Sorry, did you ask something for the last 15 or did you need my help? Yeah, no, I've got it. No, no, I've got it. Mate. Got I've got it. it. Yeah, yeah, we're going to do it right now, ladies and gentlemen. And because I slaughtered a lamb this week, <laughs> the pig, I mean, <laughs> slaughtered a lamb, slaughtered a pig this week. Anything in a butcher shop, anything you'll find in a butcher shop, anything to do with football, 15 minutes, make me laugh, go. <sighs> this is the most active part of the show. There's no prize involved. It's just hilarious. Oh, Some of the things that these people will come out with, Malcolm, in a few minutes. Okay. We'll we'll have you roaring. Anything you'll find in a butcher shop. Malcolm, did you think about your favourite player since you stopped playing for us? That you've seen play for us since you finished. Oh, oh God, I thought you'd forgotten. <laughs> thought you'd forgotten that. Uh, um, <laughs> no. 
Well, I must say though, I mean, I've, I've, I've. I've been out there on the pitch. <laughs> Sorry. Been out there on the pitch and... and Paolo and, one chop. And played football for a number of years. But I'm back now with, right. with you fans, to be honest with you, and, and I've mean. been ever since. So I've done, the, I've done the both, really, yeah. and I'm a fan now. Yeah. And I go down yeah. there and, you know, I like them to play well, but I'll be there the following game because I like going down there and, yeah. and I like meeting my mates and uh, it's all, it's all, I'm a fan. I'm a Tilton. It's, it's, like, it's like a bit of home, isn't it? Yeah. It's, it is. Yeah. Like a bit of home. Yeah. Right, so we've got Terry Butcher, of course. We knew that wouldn't come out. Uh, Paolo Wonchop, which one is chop. absolutely brilliant. Uh, Michael <laughs> Chop, chop for a, Terry Butcher once again. Oh, come on, you can do better than this. You can do better than this. Make what me about, laugh. What about Andy Legg? Andy Legg. <laughs> Andy Legg alum. Chicken doy. Hey! Chicken doy. Liverpool, Liverpool, I like that one. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. What about um, Paul Mintz? Yeah, Paul Mintz. What about uh, what Jeff Horsemeat? <laughs> <laughs> oh my Horse God, meat. where did you get that one from? Jeff Horsemeat. What about Beef Farhi? Yeah, we'll have that one. Beef Farhi. Uh, Joe Lamb's Heart. Uh, Pat Butcher. I think that's more EastEnders, to be honest with you, Trevor. <laughs> Robbie Robbie Sausage. Uh, Marazzarati. Marazzarati. Yeah. I like that one. That's a quite a good one. I've never. Oh, it's a bone marrow. Yeah, I've got it. I've got it. It's all right. I was thinking of the large green ones you get from Tesco's. Uh, <laughs> Robbie Sausage? No black pudding. No black pudding. Robbie's Patrick Burger. Malcolm, I guess from what you were saying, you enjoyed players like, you enjoyed players like Savage, Damian Johnson, Devlin, you know, these players who covered every blade of grass. You know, run for a brick wall for the team. Granger. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't. I don't know about Savage so much. I, I you know, mm. if he'd have been, if he'd have been a little bit of a a loyal person, I, I don't think he admitted but, uh, that to us. Yeah, he's admitted yeah. that to us on, on the show. Yeah, but he's. I mean, he, <coughs> I guess I don't know. I've I've not met him, but I guess he's. But he's built himself a, a great career, hasn't he? I mean, yeah, and he's involved. Yeah. He's involved with Macclesfield now, isn't he? And yeah. stuff. So. Yeah. Joe Donahoe says, thanks for the show, Blues Brothers. Loved it, as always. Malcolm Page, a Welsh gent and part of an era that was amazing for us older Blues fans. Keep right on. He is so, so true. Uh, Troy, Troy Beefney. Beefney. <laughs> Troy Beefney. So looking look into the new year then, Malcolm, what, what are your hopes for Blues for the new year? Well, um, I just hope we can get a settled, settled down thing, you know, mm. and... Getting team, uh, getting. Uh, I, I don't. I can't see it ever, possibly not happening because, mm. you know, our our owners are so distant, aren't they? Really, and you know, what the situation is. With it looks as if we can only get f free players, and mm. you know, it's not easy. No. It's such a high standard of uh, football, and uh, and they you can easily be uh, misled with uh, you know all this stuff that's going on mumbo jumbo regarding mm -hmm. where you play how you play and and formations and things so uh, there's a lot to lot to lot to get right but i think uh, you know simplifying things would be a little bit helpful yeah, yeah. <laughs> we've got mince overton uh, dennis beatcamp uh <laughs> halalcom page <laughs> <laughs> gary giblet <laughs> I like Pete Taylor's idea. That was brilliant. Maro Zerati. Yeah. Maro Zerati, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Peter Lovenshanks. 
Marcus Rashford. We've got Marcus Rashford just coming from Linda. Marcus Rashford. <laughs> Lincoln sausages. Oh, I'll have, I'll have that one. Come on, people, you can think better and quicker than this. Blimey, it normally flies off the wall. <laughs> Nicola Mock, Brock Madcow. Brock Madcow. Right, OK. <laughs> hey, so, after, after, after football then, uh, Malcolm, what, uh, what did you do? What did you get involved I in? I went into the financial services uh -huh. area and, uh, you know... That you're was, not going to uh, say you're a taxman, are you? Uh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, he's not going to say it. He is, but he's not going to say it. They were, they were, they were ex expecting me to sell stuff, but right, okay. uh, I, I never... I uh, I'm more, uh, more enjoy just talking to people, to be honest with uh -huh. you, and that's where I learned a lot about uh, talking to people and stuff like that. Uh, but then, uh, uh, then after, I did about ten, 10 years in that, and then I went into the construction field and I uh, was right. working with National Grid and stuff like that and uh, enjoyed that. Mm. Mm. Uh, and so, um, but all the time just following Birmingham, so... I mean, I couldn't be more of a truer Birmingham fan than uh, How did you become anybody. a Birmingham City fan? What, 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 what was your story? Because we've all got one. I think mm. it was uh, when I saw this... I, I wanted to be a goalkeeper when I was very young. Mm. And I saw this... I went to my aunties in Mid Wales and they'd got a black-and-white 14-inch bush television. Mm -hmm. And uh, I saw this tall, good-looking... Goalkeeper, pistache on, and you know, he's <laughs> called Gil Merrick, and uh, I think it was the 1956 Cup, Cup final, final. Mm -hmm. and I watched them, and I wanted to be a goalkeeper, and, uh, and what I did, we we lived in about a 300-year-old cottage on a on a on an estate in, uh, when I say estate, uh, an old country estate. Yeah, 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 My mother was a housekeeper for a lady there, and. Uh, we had this, and the, the the one end of the house was was all stone, big stone chimney, and uh, there was a lean-to corrugated roof place, uh, and I used to throw a tennis ball up against this chimney, and bounce onto this corrugated roof, and I didn't know which way the ball was going. It was only a tennis ball right, yeah, it was yeah, going yeah. about, so it enabled me to you know I'll react quickly, there. you know, and stuff. Yeah. I spent two or three years doing that, you know, making saves and things like that because of Gil Merrick. And the next time I saw him was when I was playing for my school and him and a fella called Don Dorman mm -hmm. arrived at the school to watch watch me play. Can you believe that? The manager and, and the sort of head coach. And when I came to Birmingham, they took me all around all over the place. Oh. I didn't get treated any differently than anybody else, but it, that was the job that they did then. Yeah. Right, where's the comments over, Chris? I'll give you the last few before we uh, wrap the show up, ladies and gentlemen. Can I just uh, bring uh, Craig Courtney in? Because he's going to tell hey. us exactly what's going on in Tilt and Talk. Because we don't know. We don't know. We've never professed to know. Yeah. And are, from, Craig, are, are our people still talking to their people? Craig, over to you. You are, Craig. Over to you, Craig. Is he frozen? We, we are. <coughs> We are still talking to people. Good, excellent, wonderful, wonderful. Keep it up, my friend. This is the man who, who does all the organising to get all the guests on the show. Incredible. He does an amazing job for us. Thanks, Craig. Yeah. Well, I thought you made Craig Gardner. OK, Craig's frozen at the moment. Um, perhaps if we could we get him on a, on a phone line, Chris, maybe? Yeah? We'll try that. Um, and could you flick over the comments for me now, please? Thank you so much. 
Doobie doobie doo. Let's have a look. Zigs in blankets. Like, Zigs in blankets. Car around the ro- uh, just around the corner of the road. TF uh, and BCFC. Have you ever seen that car? No. It's only no. around the corner in, in this yeah, off phone yeah. number. Yeah. yeah. I've got mine for my birthday this year. TF. Yeah. BCFC. Mine's N eight 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 K R O. Yeah, you said yeah. Can't be bad. Looking forward to driving. Thank you, back. I am unstable internet connection, so apologies all, but... Um, Un- unstable Craig Courtney. Unstable man. <laughs> yeah. Oh, easy. <laughs> easy. Brutal. Sorry, Craig, I'm thank you. Thank you, Malcolm, as well, for uh, for, for coming on, because I know Pleasure. you've got a, a lot of things on at the moment, and uh, especially as we come to the festive season, so massive thank you from uh, from me. Pleasure. And from me. And from us. Yeah. And from them. I can do the draw. So we've had 285 tickets, as Chris mentioned. Um, So uh, in in total of all of those, uh, we it's actually Nick. Rather than the 570, it was two pound a strip. So we're actually about 190 pounds. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, But as I hit the button for the random number to be selected. I can confirm it is number one four two, and Nick. I don't know how to say this. It is win one by Pat Spall. Oh, Pat Spall God has sir. won the breakfast for two. She's won before. She didn't even bother turning up to my party. Oh, I know. <laughs> God, she's it's not my fault. Is that poxy random selector you've got? <laughs> <laughs> no, we're talking about you, Craig, not the uh, piece of equipment in your hand. That's, that's it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, thanks ever so much for that. Uh, yotta pork pie, yotta pork pie. No, 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 it doesn't do it. That one doesn't do it for me. Um, any news on Jake Bidwell? Any news on Jake Bidwell, anybody? I've no, no, nor have I, nor have I. Uh, we had zigs in blankets. Uh, poor mould on scratchings. <laughs> yeah, I like that one. Uh, one from Heather Brown. He delivered a cheque to my house years ago and spent ages talking to my dad, who was Welsh. Really nice man. See, you've got memories all over the place. There he was. That yeah, was him. Great stuff. Love it, love it, love it. Um, well, we're almost there. Almost there, girls and boys. And this will be the final show of 2021. Once again, heavily affected by COVID. But we'll battle on. You know why? Because we're Birmingham City and we will journey on and we will keep right on to the end of the road. Uh, we've got Steer John, Jude Belly Draft. Mm. <laughs> OK, Paul, I think I think you're the one to pick the favourite for the end of the year, mate. So what, sorry? I think you're the one to pick your favourite one for this one. For, uh, Roger Hind of Beef. <laughs> I like that one. I like that one. That's good one. I, liked, uh, I like Maro Zerati. I thought that was... Uh, Maro Zerati. We've got Dealey Adipor- Adipork Shoulder just come in. <laughs> <laughs> Steve Job again. He does it every week. Stephen Gill, thanks for the last. Chris, Nick, Paul and the rest of the team, of course, because uh, without everybody we couldn't do this. We just couldn't do this. And without the guests we couldn't do it. And without you people, we couldn't do it. It has been a torrid 2021 again. Um, Will next year get any better? We don't know, because we can't see into the future. That's the absolute truth of it. Um, But from us, each and every single one of us now are going to give you a final statement of the year, starting with Alan, putting you right on the spot. You've got to ad-lib this one. Um, Let's hope that 2022 is better. We come out of the dark ages that we're living in, both 
nationally and let's be honest our football club is still struggling uh, and let's hope that uh, we can uh, we can break through and start moving positively forward and Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year to all the gang here all the watchers and everybody who frequents the Palace of Dreams St Andrew Craig Courtney um, from myself, thank you to each and every listener uh, and viewer of the show. A special thanks to, to every single guest that uh, has joined mm-hmm. us because, mm-hmm. as Nick mentioned, without them, we couldn't do any more. And, you know, 2022, we all hope it brings way more joys than it does sorrows. And let's look to the future. Let's look positive. And, and we're blue. We're through and through. And... We'll end up that way, no matter where we are or how it is. Absolutely, Mark. Merry Christmas, everyone. Yeah. Um, just keep right on, everybody, to the new year. Uh, hopefully, this sort of last horrific couple of years is, is you know, hopefully going to be put on the back burner. We can forget about it. We can move on. Um, and echoing what the other guys have said, just every single person involved who watches, who the gang here, just look after yourselves. Have a brilliant Christmas, brilliant new year, and um, let's just keep right on. To 2022. And Chris Brown. Yeah, just really. Reiterate, Bit closely. Sorry, just re- reiterating what everybody else has said. Yeah, um, but a massive thanks, really, and most importantly to our uh, viewers and listeners, because uh, without them, we wouldn't have a show. We wouldn't. No. Well, we, we would, but we'd be talking to ourselves, girls and boys. <laughs> Which we did for Which quite we, a long time. We, we did for many, many years. <laughs> and the cats, of course, can never forget that cat, Chris. That's right, yeah. And um, just, just to leave on, uh, Dom Kavanagh says, uh, what a show and man wow. to finish with. Malcolm Page, superb. Thanks all. Very interesting. You've helped 2021 pass more enjoyable thank you to each and every one of our listeners on the tilt and talk show and uh, to everybody that's contributed to our amazing charities and all the hard work that they do up and down the country it's been a difficult year it's been a long one it's been a hard one but we've got to say good night now and uh, and from me uh, i'm going to get malcolm to wrap the show up completely and from me it's thank you so much the goosebumps already up on my arm thank you so much to every single one of you to the team here um, uh, it, this just is a genuinely the best thing in my life, I promise you. And I had a monster of a migraine this afternoon, and I, and I messaged Chris. I said, "Chris, I, I don't think I can make it. I'm so disorientated." <laughs> and he said, "We'll, we'll scrap it because Malcolm's coming in." I said, "Mate, give me fifteen minutes." <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you know, like the rocks that we are, we we do journey on, we do carry on, and hopefully the end of the road will soon be in sight have a safe happy merry christmas and an amazing new year malcolm page our last guest of 2021 close the show sir and thank you for the memories incredible well <clears throat> thank you lads for having me tonight it's a bit, it's been a real pleasure and uh, what a fantastic u- job you do for the fans really yeah. and, and i i know how much they appreciate it can I just say a personal thank you to all the fans that helped me through my career and uh, and and I've been a fan with them ever since. And uh, may 2022 get this bloody ground properly Absolutely. replaced Absolutely. so that Absolutely. more of you lads yes. can come yeah. in and ladies and, and fill the ground up again mm. and we can be good enough to give you some enjoyment. Ladies and gentlemen, 2021 is now over. Malcolm Page. 
And everybody that comes here always gets the clap off the Tilton Talk Show. <laughs> Good night. God bless. Take care. We are the lads from the Tilton. We'll support you till the end of the day. We're so happy following the blues. We love you. What more can we say? Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Geeky Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport, powered by fans.